Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. The Pod Network Entertainment. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. Welcome to the big time! Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. You know your damn role and shut your damn mouth. Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb. I have to finish the story. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Ila Dragunov, the star Bang, the sniper is shooting you down. This is TMDK's Robbie Eagles, and you are listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You're listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. I'm Ro Moran. That's Emil Nate. And Rowan A.S.H. We're joining me this morning. It's uh, Saturday morning, August 26th. And um, yesterday, when we woke up, we found out that uh, Wyndham Rotunda, a.k.a. Bray Wyatt, a.k.a. Husky Harris, had uh, unfortunately passed. We don't know for sure exactly why he passed um there are only speculation and rumors out there and uh we don't have anything definitive we don't have anything official from uh from the family from uh doctors even so we don't know why but we're here this morning to give you this uh quote-unquote emergency episode to you know uh address development the incident we don't have we don't want we didn't want to wait until <clears throat> monday for our picks of the week episode or thursday for our live stream to do this so yeah um, it's not it's not a happy circumstance at all but we, we're we're here to pay tribute to the man that inspired countless um countless wrestling fans and wrestlers as well and yeah um let's get right to it uh guys um emil rowan what did you feel when you heard the news yesterday morning? Um, yesterday, so I was so it was after work, right? So morning, you know, it was around six a.m. and I was uh, preparing to sleep. To you know, I'm preparing to sleep because I just got off work, and a friend of mine from school uh, suddenly uh, he messaged me out of nowhere. And said Bray Wyatt is dead, and I looked. I thought it was. I thought he was kind of crazy. Like I thought, you know, you know, fake news though. And then I immediately scrolled to Twitter, and I saw the uh, the tweet that Triple H put out. Um, that basically that's the that was the announcement of the death of of Bray Wyatt, and um, it it shocked me. Like uh, it's. Kind of the same feeling I felt when Brody Lee passed. Like it's eerily kind of the same scenario. Then uh, both of them no last for a while, 
and we didn't really hear anything from them. And then suddenly the announcement just shocked all of us of their death. And um, I say, again, it was a feeling of shock and feeling of we have lost too many good people already uh, this past year. This, this really, this past three years, we have lost too many good people uh, from all over, not just wrestling, but uh, from from everywhere. And uh, sobrang nakagulat lang. Kasi he's, Bray Wyatt is only, what, 36? He's in the prime of his wrestling career. Uh, and yung last time kasi na he was on the news, it was something positive na he's close to returning and his he is recovering from an illness that he had uh you know illness that he had this year that's why he was out so we were i, I remember we talked about that on the on the podcast now he's close to returning and what uh what do we want to see out of out of, out of him so he expect na abot sa point so i was it was a terrible way to to or for me to finish the day I'm sure for some, this was the news na bumungad sa kanila uh, that that day kahapon. So, again, the very unfortunate news. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm quite the opposite of Emil here. Uh. So, kung siya patulog pa lang, ako kahagising ko lang. Uh, my dog didn't wake me up that well. My mom didn't wake me up that well. It was this news that wake me up or that woke me up. Uh, I saw Emil's uh, post. He shared the uh, Yun nga, Bray White has passed. I, I, it was unexpected. Sobrang biglaan. Like he said nga na, close to returning na. Like nawala siya for a while, close to coming back. And then suddenly nawala na lang. You know, me and Emil were talking nung SummerSlam viewing party na we were expect, I was expecting na, you know, Bray could come back after SummerSlam. And I was expecting like a feud with Cody. Say, imagine the magic that they can make. They can even bring up Cody being a mentor of uh, Husky Harris. Uh, they can bring up so many things from the past. And then uh, being a generational superstar. And it's just really upsetting that si Bray out of nowhere. Yeah, uh, I, was also, I also woke up. I, I, I slept a long time no kahapon. The night before, and the first thing I saw was uh, a, a group chat saying that Bray Wyatt had passed. But it's one of those things that you know I've been a wrestling fan for upwards of twenty years. Um, these things don't feel unbelievable to me anymore. Like when somebody passes early, like yeah, it happens, and it just sucks. Uh, especially now in the in the wake of COVID, it really is just one of those things that happens, and. Unfortunately, um, the, one of the rumors actually is that um, COVID was a big reason why it happened. We don't we don't know this for sure because nobody has nobody from the family has said anything yet. But uh, it's one of those things that you do have to accept. People will say it's vaccines. People will say all that cons- conspiracy theory stuff. But uh, the truth is, uh, COVID really is fucking a lot of us up. But um, it sucks that it sucks that it does that to our. To our favorite wrestlers as well, like we're all human, I guess. So, yeah, that that was my story. Um, it's sad, but I had to. I I didn't. I I believed it immediately. So, okay. So, um, you guys, uh, 
what was your first memory of uh the man we call Bray Wyatt? Um my first memory of Bray was of course NXT. You know, um again that was very fortunate at that time uh, Studio 23 was airing NXT, you know, the, the when they reformat and you know and he was uh the the, the vignette that we posted uh yesterday on on our facebook page that was also the first thing i saw from him and i thought the character was really unique considering nxt at that time was it was gearing towards more like the art the indie like wrestler indie wrestling uh style and then there's this character who is very reminiscent of you know the old gimmicks of wwe where it's kind of uh you know the cult man gimmick, and and I remember when they debuted on NXT, they were a really destructive force. Like I, they were really strong in their in their brief run. Cause they were only there for like months. Eh? Cause they they were so good during that short span that they were in NXT. That months later, uh, they were called up. I think SummerSlam of 2013 they were uh the entire faction was called up i remember bray's uh debut against kane at summerslam 2013 so um i remember they were one of the factions to watch out for uh for the future back then so their group had so much potential and bray was the leader of that like he you know um harper and rowan brought their own uh their own you know, thing to the mix, but it was that was Bray. That was Bray's creation. That was Bray's uh brainchild. And he really made that group into one of the best and legendary factions that we had over the last decade or so. So yeah, uh a while ago I mentioned NXT season two. So I I already saw uh Husky Harris when NXT season two is already over. So my first uh time seeing him was when he and Michael McGillicuddy interfered in that uh, John Cena versus Wade Barrett match at Hell in a Cell, like where John Cena joined the Nexus. So uh, eventually, see Husky Harris sumali na rin siya sa Nexus nun, along with Michael McGillicuddy, and then th- that was the first time I saw him. And then uh, sometime few months later, he uh, he was written off TV because uh, Randy Orton punted him as part of uh, Punk versus Orton feud. And then he just disappeared. The next time I saw him was NXT, na, the, the the reformatted version, like around 2012. Nga, I I was as impressed as Emil here. Never before there was like this type of cult gimmick. It, it's way beyond better than what The Undertaker has done. Kakaiba talaga siya. Plus, also, when I saw him on NXT when he came back, pala, I, I thought, wait a minute, is this guy. Isn't this guy from NXT back then? Parang he he was he's familiar. Tapos it turns out to be Husky Harris nga. and then he got repackaged into this cult leader. And yun nga, like Emil said, they were so good that they were called up uh, around May 2013. And ever since then, parang nagin favorite ko na rin siya. Like he's so cool that I even wanted to have a rocking chair. Like meron na kaming lamp na like flashlight. Uh, parang feel na feel ko na konti na lang, and then I just need a a rocking chair to top it all off. Yeah. Uh, same as you guys. Uh, well, same as Rowan actually. Um, 
I, I was a fan of the original NXT format, you know, game show with the pros and rookies and season two. Uh, Husky Harris caught my eye and a lot of people's eyes as well because hey, he was a big boy of uh, of the of the entire NXT field. Right? Um, I, I, I loved him because he he was uh, he described himself as a Sherman tank with a Ferrari engine. And um, he really did wrestle like that. He was pretty good. Um, all things considered, a lot of the other guys at NXT were your usual uh, muscle-bound um, FCW products prospects, and only a few people were only really, you know, okay, decent, or you know, memorable. And Husky Harris is one of those memorable guys, good enough Shepard to you know add him to the Nexus eventually that year. And uh, it was even better when he became Bray Wyatt because. He really was that the original version of Bray Wyatt was really that magnetic, was that uh, memorable, was that awesome because it was really something different. And in a time where um, WWE loved to script their wrestlers, their characters, uh, a lot of people would complain about that online on, on their podcasts or whatever. Bray Wyatt was such a breath of fresh air because he didn't sound like anyone else at the time. He didn't sound like anyone scripted by Vince McMahon at the time or his writers at the time. And, um, and that would made that's what made him stand out and yun yung uh yun yung really what's uh, important here which is how- planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands plus Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. How he became the star that he ended up being, right? So that was pretty awesome. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, what are your favorite Bray Wyatt moments? Um, A lot, actually. Like, um... I've I've been vocal about not liking the recent gimmicks that he had, but when I was listing down moments, I realized you know I had a lot of re- favorite Bray Wyatt moments. Uh, first of all, um, their uh, their match against uh, the Shield, one of my favorite matches of all time, the one that happened in Elimination Chamber, uh, twenty fourteen. It it was it was the perfect storm, eh? and people were saying that uh, they should have saved that for WrestleMania because it's like the two fact the two factions that are pegged to be the future of the WWE, and it's crazy that um at that time both groups were heels, you know it was a heel versus heel faction matchup, and it it still worked because both. Both were really getting popular not at the time, and it was what it, it was an amazing rivalry. It was an amazing match. Um, 
Ray at that time he was I mean that was his rise eh? that was his rise and he went on to my next favorite Bray Wyatt moment which was uh his feud against Cena that was the moment where I thought Ray like the decision like Ray should have won at least one of those matches but that feud was so much fun um when they had those kids sing the he got he's got the whole world in his hands and John Cena sold it really well. I just watched it again yes uh, yesterday. So he sold it really well. And that promo, that video package of their match, no WrestleMania 30, so one of my favorite video packages ever when they used Eminem's uh, legacy from his uh, Marshall Mathers uh, LP2 album. So that was really, I remember really that, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um and then later on in his career, and lastly, this the final one is the um the fire firefly funhouse match because at that time it was the pandemic right and and like you know well audience so they really had to think outside the box of how they can make that wrestlemania at least entertaining and that was the best part of that mania uh, it was a 13 minutes full of fun. I was marking out with with uh, every single references that they made in that match, and it that was the best fiend there. That was the best uh, time of that fiend character was up until that Firefly Funhouse match against Cena. So you know, so for a guy where who I didn't really like the the gimmicks that he had recently. I had a lot of favorite Ray Wyatt moments and matches. So, ako naman like so parang main roster ko na rin siya mas napanood. Like I I I caught him more there since uh I didn't really watch NXT noon kasi it's more on Studio 23 and the scheduling was weird. Hindi ko siya na nakakasabay. So, mas napapanood ko yung Raw, SmackDowns and that's where the Wyatt family mostly appeared. So, uh Dami, and dami ring ano favorite uh white family moments or Bray Wyatt moments uh for this instance uh even if it was like a meaningless raw parang you the reason I would only watch raw was to wait for that Bray Wyatt segment like whoever his opponent is gonna be or whatever promo he's gonna cut like uh whatever comes out from his mouth is it's magic it's it's something that no one can replicate uh. Siguro, uh my favorite feud would be ano, the White Family versus the New Day. So during those times, the New Day was already the longest reigning tag team champions, and I don't want them to lose their titles. So when they started feuding with the Wyatts, parang naging threat even for me, parang naging threat yung Wyatts. Na oh no, they could ruin their longest running reign. Bakit sila maging di sila umabot sa 400 32 something parang ganun. And then they even had this party compound match. The ultimate uh, I think it was some ultimate deletion. Yeah. They had their yeah. own version of the ultimate deletion. And then sobrang naawa I, I think it was a response to the ultimate deletion because I remember it happening almost like weeks after the ultimate deletion that match that you were referring to happened. So yeah, exactly. Uh, and then parang uh look Looking at that match, parang naawa talaga ako sa New Day because like the Wyatts dominated them the entire time. So yun. Mine man was um 
I, I was following NXT in, in its early years, especially after I got out, I got out of law school in 2013. <clears throat> and uh, one of the earliest things that they did with the Wyatt family was put him in a match versus Chris Jericho. So Chris Jericho went down to full sale and had a, and had a quick feud with um with Bray Wyatt and the Wyatt family, and they had a really good match. Now uh, one of the best better things to come out of that <clears throat> that era of NXT. So that was pretty good, and it was a mark of how you know, how positively the office viewed the Bray Wyatt and the Wyatt family character. So that was pretty cool. And I knew that they were, it was something special when they sent Chris Jericho down to do it, right? That was the other favorite thing I think I have is the uh, the Firefly, the original run of the Firefly Funhouse. Okay, because yeah, it was different. It was uh, one of those things that really showed you how creative Bray Wyatt was, what, how creative Wyndham Rotunda was, and if it weren't, I guess, sabotaged by Vince McMahon and whatever plans that he had, I think uh, it would have been one of the best things or one of the better things to have come out from that era. There's another era of Bray Wyatt that uh, is worth mentioning. Oh. The uh, post-Backdown draft uh, storyline where um, Randy Orton joined the oh. Wyatt family, that, that storyline until... Up at the WrestleMania, that was really one of the best stories that they had that year, where um, you know, they Bray right. and Orton were feuding, and then eventually, for some reason, Orton joined the Wyatt family to destroy it from within, and that was a that was a long term storyline before that was the long term storylines the WWE, and they really pulled that off really well up until Mania because we all know what happened after Mania. So again, that was and that was when he was the WWE champion, the the uh, lone reign that he had as a WWE champion. So that was, I think, the peak of the singles career of Bray Wyatt. So that's you know, I, I just want to mention that because it's really worth mentioning that that era of, of Bray. Yeah, and yeah. even if it was uh, the title reign was short, at least it happened, and I'm happy na na achieve niya pagiging WWE champion. Watching that Elimination Chamber match, I thought AJ Styles will win that title again. Pero nagulat ako that Bray actually won the title. Uh, and it was a good way to like make the feud between Orton even more interesting. What I'm upset about that feud is that yung House of Horrors match, uh, it was originally a WWE title match, rematch for Bray Wyatt. And then binawi na lang because there's a new number one contender and uh, Bray was drafted to Raw. Yeah, uh, I, I wish they somehow made it a title match, kai papano, even though we know that Bray is not booked to win. Uh, all right. Last things to say about Bray Wyatt before we wrap this up. Uh he, like um yeah, I may not know him personally, but a lot of a lot of the wrestlers, a lot of the people within the wrestling industry have said Bray was a was a, was a nice man. Was a great co-worker. Was a great father, and overall an amazing human being. And he will be missed. And he will he will also be missed by the wrestling fans and 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 you know in, in the in in the industry will surely miss his contributions. And uh, you know all I kept thinking about as well yesterday were his kids, because I know how painful it is to lose a parent. Uh, speaking from experience, so I I am praying for for uh for for for, for his family, 
praying for his kids and praying for Bray Wyatt's soul and uh, rest in peace uh, to to an amazing guy and uh, one of the most creative wrestlers uh, that we have in this generation. There will never be another Bray Wyatt and he will be terribly missed. Uh, I hope yung creativity niya, like it will be preserved. Pero it's really impossible. No one can do that. Because it's utak It's gonna be locked in there. And uh, my heart goes on uh, goes out to uh, IRS, Bo Dallas, uh, his first wife, um, Jojo, and the four kids he has. Uh, this is really a terrible week for them, and I hope they get through it. Yeah, um, people who listen to the show this year know that I'm not. I wasn't the biggest fan of Bray Wyatt this year, especially the last run. But uh, I think it was a lot better that he indulged his creativity and tried to do things or to, you know, bring out things from his mind, from his imagination. And even if it didn't work, I would have much rather had that, you know, that he tried and something that he tried didn't work instead of him never trying at all. Um, I, I share the same sentiment as... Uh, as a creative, as a as a wrestler, then uh, you got to try things before you find out that uh, they're not good enough. And he will always be the embodiment of that mindset, which is great. Which is great for all wrestlers, actually. Um, I think more people should be doing that. And um, he was a good guy. Uh, a lot, by a lot of stories and anecdotes, he was a great man. Not just a great wrestler, but a great man. And it sucks that the the good ones are the ones who end up leaving us so soon. Uh but um it's yeah, you're right. You guys are right. It it really sucks for, for Jojo, for their kids. Uh their their kids are so young and they lost their father too soon. So it really sucks. And I think we could have had a lot more um impact to the wrestling industry even if this last run didn't quite work the way he wanted it to, I think there was a lot more ideas and creative sparks left in the tank for him. And it sucks that we'll, we'll never get to see that maybe until an, another generation, you know? So, so yeah, with that, um, please, uh, if you value anyone in your life right now, tell them how much you love them, give them their flowers, you know, uh, say nice things. Don't be a dick. <laughs> And yeah, that's it for our emergency episode about Bray Wyatt, about Wyndham Rotunda. Uh, may he rest in peace. And we offer all our most heartfelt condolences to his family and loved ones and the WWE family and the WWE universe. Right. Uh, for Emil Nate and for Rowan ASH, this has been Romoran. And this has been another, well, a sad episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Wrestling Wrestling Podcast out. Peace. The opinions of podcast creators, hosts, and guests are not necessarily reflective of the official stance of the Pod Network Entertainment, its hosts, or other network programs. The content created by the people behind the podcast is personal and not meant to harm any religion, ethnicity, group, organization, company, or individual. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.